Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories. From breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings, it's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also really love hearing from you. So please do contact me through Instagram at Mumsdays with any of your stories really and, and you know how you relate to the episode or even questions that you may want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me, Hannah, and today I'm joined by Katie. Hello. Hiya, Katie. So Katie helps me with podcasty things and with my socials, and she's often a guest on here. So there are many, many episodes where you can listen back to me and Katie chatting about stuff. Yeah, all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. So... When I said to Katie, let's have a little chat today, uh, please tell the audience the title you suggested. <laughs> I can't remember what it was now. So it's um, four, four ways that I've made friends as um, a sober woman in her 40s. Is that what I said? That was it. <laughs> and what was my reaction, Katie? <laughs> well, yeah, and you were like, oh, that sounds really boring. But the only thing that had varied from the title that you'd suggested was the fact that I added in the word sober which is interesting because I don't think you're boring because well, <laughs> you're sober so when I was thinking through earlier about what my points are if I were to have four points about making friends in your 40s as a sober woman <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like oh well number one has to be that you accept who you actually are yes good because and it's okay to still be working on that, you know? Yeah. But I was like, holy shit, I'm in my 40s. And I'm sober and I've got kids and I'm single. And my immediate reaction is like, oh my God, when did that happen? And I think probably my perception of that when I was growing up was like that's really old mm. and there's no way I'm ever going to be sober so yeah it was like lots of different things coming in there that I'm like oh my god is that who I am now as if that's yeah. a, a bad thing yeah I know and it's like not at all like nobody else sees it as that I'm sure although I can understand that you've got like hang-ups about whether it's whether you're still interesting, even though that you don't drink. You've talked about that before, you know? Yes. So when I talk about when I first wanted to quit drinking, one of the big reasons I didn't want to is because I thought it would make me really boring and I'd have mm. no friends. Um, when actually I'd say probably the opposite is true. <laughs> Not yeah. that I have loads of friends, but just that I don't think I'm actually that boring and... Um, but it still niggles. It's still in there, that little... Because it's all like brain connections, isn't it, going on all the time. And that brain connection is strong. And it's still there. And it's still telling me, oh, you're a bit boring because you don't drink. Yeah, it's interesting what's going on in the background that we don't realise, isn't it? 
Yeah. So I was chatting to somebody else about it. I sent a link to uh, a new one of my dipping friends saying, look what Katie suggested we do. How boring do I sound? And he was like, you don't. And he said something like um, 10% of what our brains compute is reality. And the other 90% is all just made up shit that our brain is telling yeah. us. So, you know, we'll all have our own perceptions about what we think we should be or what other people think about us and actually they're completely different yeah um most of the time people probably aren't even thinking about us <laughs> yeah. like do what you want to do because I'm too busy worrying about this other thing um and yeah when they when they do think of us they don't necessarily think the things that we think yeah so yeah I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in your own narrative in your head, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly. And I think really, so number one in all of this is just accept who you are now. And um, I think part of it for me that is helpful is that the way I am making friends is by just showing up. So one of the big ones for me is showing up online um, it may surprise you to know I'm not inundated with like thousands of message messages <laughs> and new friends, but the ones who are connecting are connecting with me because they get what I'm talking about and where I'm coming from and they're, they're interested and they, yeah. And if I wasn't sharing, I wouldn't be having those connections with those people. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Including old friends. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's been reaching out. Yeah, like literally yesterday, somebody I haven't seen since I lived in Singapore when I was 21 mm. messaged me and was like, oh, I hope I bump into you in the North Sea sometime soon. And I'm like, well, let's make it happen. Well, how nice. Hmm. Love funny? That. Yeah. So I think so long as you keep because I think social media is a weird one, isn't it? Like we don't want to there's part of you that's like I don't want to be on it at all but then there's so much good that can come from it when you do just show up and talk about what you're doing in an mm. honest and authentic way not in a look how fabulous my life is all the time because that's kind of annoying <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then only one person to make a connection to you from everything that you've put out and then it's worth it doesn't it you know yeah I really think so so I think being who you are and being authentic in it is the key mm. and there will be people that look at stuff and yeah I had <laughs> I love her this lady at Ruben school came running up to me and she was like oh here's Hannah all she does is stay on the beach all day and I was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it, some stuff will come across as like you don't do anything else other than what you've put online and my brother said you know your life looks like an Instagram filter and I was like, well, I don't use filters, so. <laughs> well, and also, you're not going to be posting, like, um, you know, pictures of you putting the kids' shoes on and, like, brushing your teeth and, like, we making We have totally done that in the past, Katie. We have actually done that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that we hadn't done. But my point is, you don't post the boring stuff, do you? You don't po post boring stuff, but you can post the, oh, I've been struggling with this yeah. thing stuff. Um, and however much you share or not is totally up to you. But I just think being honest, sharing your story um, is one of the best ways to connect with people and make new friends. 
Mm-hmm. There's your quote for the reel. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Good. <laughs> You're welcome. So my next one is, um, it's to do with, I guess, like the biggest, because I think over the last six months, this is the most I've ever tried to do lots of new different things and mm. to actively find new friends. Um, so what I've been trying to do is align the new things that I'm doing with positive changes in my life so like wanting to get fit I'm wearing my wellness journey uh, t-shirt today because um there were so I went on this retreat in April and two parts of me was like I really feel guilty for having this time off but the other part of me was like a I've just turned 40 this is a birthday present to myself b I really want to get fit c I'll be meeting a whole bunch of new people D, I'll be getting a banging tan. <laughs> e, I'll be going with Josie, who I love. Can I think of an F? Is there an F? Um, I think F is just doing something out of your comfort zone and being like, even though I don't know these other people, I'm going to trust that it's going to be okay and that I will be able to keep up because I was worried it's like a big fitness camp and I'm not that fit and everybody would be you know doing burpees at breakfast which there were (laughs) but you know I was able to do it too so so things like that where you're like I will align what I'm going to do it might be slightly out of my comfort zone but it's things that I want to get better at um and yeah not letting it put me off that I'm maybe not as good as everybody else and I know um Leanne who came on the trip was in a similar boat to me so she'd heard Josie on the podcast and was like oh I think I'll go with them from down south didn't know anybody and then just turned up you know with a whole bunch of Geordies in Spain um Good yeah and now got a whole bunch of new friends that she can come visit yeah and it kind of comes back to that not worrying too much about what other people think of you because mm-hmm. they're actually too busy worrying about what you think of them like, yeah <laughs> you can just you can go on a trip because every with strangers because everybody's going to be nervous in that same way aren't they yes and doing that kind of immersive experience has meant that I've met some like wonderful friends so I've already mm. introduced Jo um on the podcast she was on the podcast a little while ago um, and just keepers, you know, people yeah. that, you know, you're going to keep in touch with because you just had such a great time. Yeah. And if I hadn't, if I'd succumbed to that whole thing of like, oh, I shouldn't be going, I would have missed out on all that. I know. I'm pleased you didn't. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. <laughs> oh. And the other thing about aligning with the interests is don't rule things out as well. So you might be like, oh, that is definitely not my cup of tea. So quite a few of my friends, about three or four people had said to me, you need to do dip club. Because at the time I was talking it about me, I think. Yes, <laughs> you, yourself included. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want to hang out with more sober people just to see. I don't know why. Because, yeah, part of me is like, but we'll all be boring together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I've got to move away from that yeah so yeah I was like okay love the idea of meeting sober people do not 
love the idea of getting in the North Sea. What happened next, Katie? Yeah, well, how many days have you been in in a row now? I think today was 87 and I went in at 5am to watch the sunrise and it was unreal. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds beautiful. It doesn't surprise me that that you loved it. It's like totally your sort of thing. I don't know why you were so... Um, against it for so long I do not know either when I was a kid I was in the water all the time and then just completely stopped Mm. but you know what else it makes me think of is the fact that this year was the year of play yes do you remember Mm -hmm. so maybe inadvertently I was like oh fuck it I'll just give it a go and we'll do it in the name of play Yeah, totally. And like that does open you up to new opportunities, doesn't it? Because everything's just having a go. Yeah. But it's daunting. Yeah. Totally. Like that is not your cup of tea, is it? To go to a big club like that on your own. Yeah. (laughs) But I would probably do it. Would you? I don't know. I'd have to be feeling really. Would you? Because I've not seen you go. yeah well I don't know like if I wanted to if I was in the mood to make some new friends then yeah I would I'd I'd get myself to go I would um and like you can push yourself to do things that are outside of your comfort zone it's good to do that sort of thing and because I'm sure if I went I would not regret it yes well you know that because you love getting in the sea Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was so my next one is to grip sorry pick your group activity based on your personality yeah and also the size so I loved going to dip club but I literally was like oh my god I don't know anybody and everybody's already in groups they all know each other mm-hmm. so the first time I arrived I literally just made a beeline for the people that run it and just sort of stood awkwardly next to them that's what I would have that someone well. talks to me yeah, but they do. So, like, I think part of this is having faith in, like, human kindness. You know, like, you can, especially in the North, you can chat, you can make a conversation with anybody, you know. You don't necessarily have to be some outgoing personality to do things like that. Like, yeah. it's okay to just stand awkwardly next to the organisers for a bit. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just going to stand here. Uh and keep standing here but the other good thing about the whole being on Instagram thing is that once you've been a few times you then start seeing all the regulars and talking to them so Mm -hmm. even though it is a big group I have made some really lovely friends through Dip Club Mm -hmm. and that's often like actually behind the scenes so when you get home um, people have seen me dipping and been chatting to me and the other way around So, yeah, you just have to sort of be a bit brave and show up, I think, but also Mm. be mindful that there are options. So the club that I've actually started going to a lot more, because the last time I went to Dip Club, I was like, the waves were massive. There was like a thousand people there and I just felt really anxious (laughs) and overwhelmed. So I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure I can actually handle all this human energy combined with water energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've now found a smaller group who I feel like you can connect more on one one to one basis, which is my favourite. Yeah, and I guess had you not gone to the first one, you wouldn't have like found alternatives and worked oh, out what yeah. was good. 
be, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess it is a bit about experimentation, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. And what's the worst that can happen? You know, you turn up and go, I don't like it here, and then you leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. But at least you've had your walk and you've been in the sea and, well, Getting assuming that's your thing. It was funny, mm. the other day when I was down there, I was like, there was all of us coming up from the beach in our dry robes looking like drowned rats. And then there was another <laughs> big group of people all like in running gear. And I was like, oh, it's like we're different elements. Yeah, like we are the water elements coming up, and then here are the fire elements ready to go and do their running around on above land, <laughs> and then we'll see somebody else floating off. I don't know on air or whatever. But like you do, but I don't know what that was. <laughs> mind people, mind people. mind people. I would mm. say like writers and writing groups would be the air yeah, elements. Okay, I'm with you. I'm back in the room. You're back I understand. In the room. The air it. elements. And you do things like bookbinding. Yeah. So, like, that's the other thing. Like, you sometimes you don't even have to leave the house to be part of a community like this. Like, mm -hmm. um, so bookbinding, I do have to leave the house for, but that's a community of completely different people who don't do anything physical. It's all just about, like, craft and, like, yeah. making things with your hands. But then, like, I've also made friends from just doing stuff on the internet. Um, yeah. And that doesn't require you to even leave the house. That's all just about putting you out, putting yourself out there, you know, and going, oh, I'm here. Yeah, like meeting Penny, like, um, hopefully she's going to come on the podcast soon. But we'd kind of, we, I knew her as a blogger, like she was one of the big mummy bloggers when I started and I was like, oh, Penny. And then, <laughs> um, yeah, we just seemed to realign when I started talking about divorce again and we've ended up having virtually the same divorce process, including mm. the way that we've chosen to heal. But I'd never met her in person, but we were always just kind of connecting online. And then I actually met her IRL last week. Yeah. We couldn't talk because I took my kids and it was like really tricky, but <laughs> it was nice to <laughs> physically see her. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely that, that you can get connection. Obviously, you've got to be careful, but... Um, that you can make that sort of connection just by putting yourself out there on the internet, you know? Yeah, like pick and choose what you share. Make sure you yeah. processed it first, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> do you know the other thing I do a lot of? Mm. When I'm out walking, I talk to strangers a lot. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I just really like bumping into people and... I don't know, like you couldn't plan it kind of thing, but just if something's happening, you're like, oh... Mm -hmm. chatting to somebody one, rather than of, ignoring them and carrying on yeah it's one of the things that I like about my job just like the small talk like finding out that like you know somebody's grandson has been born today and like um oh. I don't know it's somebody else's best friend's birthday and like just the little nice bits of people's lives that you get to find out when you're working like a customer facing role is really nice yeah there's an energy that comes with that which you're like oh I'll have some of that thank you Mm -hmm. yeah the meat cute mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. got so, to share that little slice of happiness with them yeah definitely well one of my new um like really good friends who I dip with every week now we um got chatting about a bin fire <laughs> I just bumped into I was like is that a bin on fire and she was walking <laughs> from the other direction and she's like yeah she said, <laughs> The uh, the fire brigade had been called, and so we sort of like hung around and then got chatting and 
discovered that she likes going in the sea as well and I was like let's switch numbers and now we're getting in the sea like every week together <laughs> yeah it's, there's nothing like a bit of um disaster to make friends not that I'm suggesting that you start fires in order no. to make friends but they Just are a good place to hang out <laughs> seek opportunities in because it was like you know a really beautiful day you have the church spire at the end of long sands at time mouth and it was all really picturesque and there's this massive bonfire yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, there's, i think there's opportunities everywhere yes um for making like little connections with people and just being open and like I don't know just yeah sh it goes back to the first one just showing up as you are like I am the kind of person that is going to talk to you about a bimfire <laughs> yeah it's just the way it is and mm -hmm. you know I finally have stopped caring what the person I'm speaking to about really thinks mm -hmm. for the most part I assume mm -hmm. that they're happy to speak to me and I'm brightening their day <laughs> I'll soon let you know if they're not happy to speak to you <laughs> oh yes they will <laughs> So my last idea, my number four of how to make friends in your 40s as a sober woman, is that right, um, is to organise your own plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking things like, obviously, I'm doing my yoga classes and um, and basically badgering everyone and anyone to just come and join in. Mm -hmm. Like, are you a bit lonely? Come and hang out with us yeah do you need to unwind at the end of a busy week come do it Here with us are. yeah <laughs> and then we might get in the sea so bring your swimming costume and people are like no yeah. thank you <laughs> some people are some people are up for it so yeah mm. and i'm just thinking about so craig who runs um the dip club that i've been going in sorry i'll start that again my 5 a.m sunrise dip club has been organized by this guy called craig um, who I'm going to have on the podcast soon. But his story is he got into cold water therapy as a way to handle his gambling addiction. Mm. And it, it, he, yeah, it, he was starting to do lots of positive things, um, like running more and doing the cold water dipping and things like that, um, and wanted to share that with his, like, gambling group. So it's like a core of them, and then they've all just spreading the word and that kind of thing and it's just such a lovely inclusive group yeah so it's a and nice if i'm just thinking along the lines of if you're a little group of say three or four to be mindful of maybe opening it up to other people so it's a yeah. bit more inclusive you might get the odd weirdo but that's all right <laughs> love yeah. a weirdo yeah we do we i would describe us as weirdos perhaps <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why might I love them. Might end up with one of us at your group. <laughs> Open it up to us. We'll come. <laughs> I've always been an organiser. And so, like, you'd be surprised. And so I've often organised things that are open to whoever coming. And you'd be surprised how receptive people are to coming to something if you've put it together, you know? Yeah. Mm. It's a little bit like I do... I have the fear when I do stuff like that that I'll put it out there and I'll get completely ignored mm -hmm. um, 
but I don't but people think... normally up for things provided like it's um you're you talking to the right people about it then they are up for it yeah I'm remembering to keep talking about it because people need to see something like seven or eight times in order to actually act and do mm-hmm. so yes how did how was that Good. Yes, I feel fully clued up on how to make friends in my forties now. <laughs> As a sober woman. As a sober woman, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any to add? I mean, like we've kind of covered the way that I make friends. It's funny because I I have a slightly different perspective on all of this. In that, like the last thing that I want to do at the minute is make more friends that I've got to keep up with. Like I just don't feel like I've got the physical or mental capacity to like take on more friendships at the minute, which I think a lot of people will sympathise with. You know. Yeah. Um, but I have definitely been in the space where I wanted to make friends and do more things before, and like I honestly just think it's about putting yourself out there whether that's on the internet joining things like going to clubs um speaking to people like if you if you build it they will come you know is that the thing <laughs> you know <laughs> i hope so yeah <laughs> it feels right yeah if you put yourself out there then you i think it's you can make friends it's totally doable totally doable on a um an aside note, a friend of mine who um because this isn't just for like single people with no now else going on. No. This is um like a friend of mine's married, she's got kids, but she was looking for new friends. Um and she tried out Bumble friends. Yes, that's interesting. Um I've always wanted to see how they worked because like and actually, I had a friend that went on one, like a Bumble friend date, um, and found it to be too intense at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I think that just depends on who you meet. I think that has been the issue. It's a bit like one-on-one, like you are literally dating. Like, I'd rather do a group setting personally and see who you gel with. Like, mm-hmm. give it a few weeks and then see who you like. Oh, they see my cup of tea. Mm. Yeah, okay. but if um, if anybody's out there listening and you've been on Bumble Friends and you've had an experience of it, then we'd love to hear from you because yeah. I'm fascinated by that. And if you want to join our weird club, you just DM us anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> well, thanks for that, love. Yeah, thank you. See you next time. See you later. All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah. It would be amazing if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you've got a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or by my website, uh, mumsdays.com. And did you know that I've got a newsletter So it's the best way to stay in touch and to make sure you don't miss any podcasts or any freebies or competitions that we're running. And again, you can sign up to that through the website.